This episode is brought to you by Maxistentialism, a monthly zine about philosophy, design, humor, and social insects available for $3 a month. You can subscribe at maxistentialism.com. That's M-A-X-I-S-T-E-N-T-I-A-L-I-S-M.com. Now that is a cult I can get behind. Ladies and gentlemen, haints and tickets, welcome to these opening ceremonies of the 2015 Ms. Cryptid Contest. Oh. That's right. Majesty. Splendor. Noxious breath. Inappropriate antlers. These are all the hallmarks of a true Ms. Cryptid champion. But only one will go home with the coveted Golden Goatman. And now your hosts for this elegant evening of Cryptid Exhibition. I'm Dave Stecco. And I'm the other one. David Flora. <laughs> nope, just the other one will do. Oh, sorry. Welcome to the first night of Mini. By Mini, I mean three. That's right. As, as of the end of this broadcast, you'll have completed the first trimester in bringing a beautiful, bouncing, fresh new Ms. Cryptid into the world. That's right. There'll be no turning back after that point. Yeah, tonight we have three glorious entries. All delicate flowers from a shady pond in a secret mountain by a dark and shadowy tree. Peed in by an enchanted <laughs> sorcerer. <laughs> it's that time of year. It is. It's down, a- to, down to biz- business tax. Yep. We've got nine wonderful cryptids for you to, to ogle. Yep. And three of them will move on to duke it out amongst each other. That's right. Each, each week, we will... Uh, we will introduce you to three eligible bachelorettes. You can only ask one out to the big dance. And then next week, there'll be another three, but you can only ask one of them to the big dance. And then, listen, we, you're going to end up asking three girls to the dance, and it's not going to turn out well for you. Yeah, and then they're all going to fight over you. Oh, it's great. And then we will crown, through your votes, Ms. Cryptid 2015. That's right. 2013, the Golden Goatman went to... The Bat Squatch. Bat Squitch. 2014, little, the Goatman went to... Little little go-getter by the name of Jeff the Talking Mongoose. That's right. Ever heard of him? <laughs> I think you have. He signed some pretty lucrative advertising deals. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like they're like Franklin Mints. Not all of them go up in value. I mean, no one hates the Bat Squatch, but I feel like Jeff's carving out a tiny media empire. It's it's like NBA draftees, man. Yeah, you just never know. Sometimes you go first and you don't actually have a career. <laughs> Bat Squatch, the Greg Oden of Oh, of sports NBA. reference. Oh, well, well, well. Hubba sorry. hubba. That's right. And you can uh, pull out references of your own for each of these yeah. amazing creatures. Do whatever it takes to have them make sense to you. Flora, who are our mystery dates tonight? 
Well, tonight, you are going to have the pleasure of hearing all about the Zemu. The what? The Catablopus and the Jackalope. Yes, America. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the episode here, go on to the website, blurryphotos.org. You'll find a nice little space there to cast your vote for one of these three. And by casting your vote, you have the option of being entered into the 2015 Miscrypted Prize Pack. You're casting your vote for free toys. Free toys. And candy. Candy, junk. T-shirts. All kinds of stuff. Just ask Emerson, winner from 2013. Yep. Steven from 2014. But, but, but just know before you ask Steven that, that the shirt's for real. Shirt's for real. <laughs> Each week you can cast one vote. And that vote will uh, put another uh, entry into the drawing mix. So That's right. you can have a total of four entries. We are going to have three cryptids a week. You pick your favorite, and then uh, at the end of at the end of these three weeks, you're going to have three fine cryptids. Then you choose one more time for who gets the golden goatman. That's right. Who signs the lucrative ad deals? Who gets remembered while the rest get completely forgotten <laughs> so quickly? So that's how it works. Yep. We're going to start tonight with the Zmu. Zmu got to hear this. Burned it. Oh. That doesn't work at all. Zmu ready for this? <laughs> yeah, I know. That doesn't. Uh, the Zmu is a creature of Romanian folklore said to have humanoid legs and arms, but the body and head of a reptile comma. Or, or a snake comma or maybe a dragon dragon Dra- dragon person <laughs> dragon baby dragon baby <laughs> look at him. dragon baby gonna get you <laughs> you're gonna get you forcing it no dragon baby gonna get you its abilities dragon baby are the following dragon baby. <laughs> it can fly oh it can breathe fire <laughs> It can shapeshift, it has supernatural strength, and it has uh, martial skills. It's a fighter. It it sounds like this guy's got all of the cards. Like it's I mean there's Except the looks card. <laughs> oh, dragons are pretty awesome. Ladies hate him. <laughs> <laughs> but like if you can fight and shapeshift and fly and fly and, and breathe, breathe fire, fire, why we why you win. <laughs> OP. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see how you uh, how you can defeat it, if at all, later. It you can't. loves beautiful young girls. Yeah, emphasis on the young. So there's a psychological price to all that prowess. <laughs> and it tries to kidnap them in order to marry them. Yeah, it's like a serial monogamist. Forced monogamy. <laughs> uh, sometimes it'll shapeshift into a flame which slithers into a girl's room, then it turns into a man and seduces her. What? Hey, baby. I don't feel like a flame is a very inconspicuous way to gain entry. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can assume the form of a lunatic burglar. It's a nice icebreaker, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, just kidding. How are you doing? Is it flame because it breaks ice? Sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Okay, you, you've got your fucking boots. On. Okay, uh, why uh, do you want to harm me so much? I gotta be honest, that was a total accident. I didn't realize your foot was right there, and I thought I was just gonna go, dude. 
And you, 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 I, I impacted at the wrong time. I was not supposed to kick you in the shin with a boot. Dave, Dave is doing nothing but like hurting. I think that's how you're, you're getting out your aggression lately. Yeah. It's like either something's getting thrown at my nuts or you're kicking me with a boot. <laughs> but not in the nuts. Yet. Well, Flora, you've thrown your fair share of things at my balls too. It's just that I, in retaliation, I and and I'm, to be fair, you are far outweighing me in that yeah, category. Yeah, well, I'm a little more accurate, it would seem, which is an irony ah. given the fact that you're the one who always kicks my ass at knife throwing at the Ren Fair every year, yep. but not axe throwing. Well, just imagine a pair of balls hanging on the wood there. I will. <laughs> Game changer. <laughs> God, let's talk about this guy some more. Yeah, yeah, Zmew. This uh, the word comes from the masculine forms of the Slavic word for snake, uh, z- which I think I read is usually zmaya uh, or zmaya, which which is a feminine form. And man, there's there's a lot of a, a lot of of different forms of of this word, and I think there's a lot of confusion on on where it comes from. As well, because a lot of people say Zmew comes from the word for for dragon, but that's actually the ro- uh, in Romanian is Balar. Yeah, which I you see that you, that comes up like the the Balar as a another related entity. Yeah, and and I and I I think I saw the Slavic uh, roots for it, just more more akin to snake than 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 it is dragon. Yeah, usually a manifestation of greed and selfishness in folk tales. Yeah, he's he's like a, a folktale boogeyman. He's he's the 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 antithesis to to Prince Charming, right? Or or as he's known in Romanian, Fat Frumos, <laughs> which which translates uh, actually to he's like their prince. He's like like, like handsome youth. That's yeah. his name, Fat Frumos. Um, and that is how you defeat one of these things. Get yourself a Fat Frumos. Get a Fat Frumos. Get fat. Frumos all over the place. Uh, <laughs> Just cover yourself in frumos. <laughs> uh, you have to be brave and selfless, like a prince charming, and its abilities, while you know pretty uh, mighty, can be overcome by martial skill and daring. So Bruce Lee could have taken him. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Nice, sure. Chuck Norris. Duh. These things sound very gin-like. I don't see. I, mean, I don't see it that way. I see it as like a, maybe not a, the looks. A reptilian soldier class. Yeah, I can see that, but to me, just the way it um, it can shape shift. It, it's like you know, it's got the best of everything. Pretty much, it flies. It uh, has strength. It can fight. It once loves, once girls loves the young ladies. Everything the young to ladies, me, capital Y, like guys. I'm 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 talking about girls who are might not even be in high school. Everything, uh, everything to me, but the the dragon look of it smells like gin. That's right. uh, to me, right. to me. All right, I dig it, I dig it. But and that's uh, that's gonna do it for our first cryptid of 2015. Yeah. This is Mew. What's new with Mew? <laughs> oh my gosh, you just taking a match book to all these the, things. Well, we don't have puns at the end of these. I, I have to burn them now. Don't we? No. Are you sure? Yeah. How sure? Real sure. How sh- put a number on it. Number what? How about we take a little trip from Romania south down to Africa? Oh, I'd love to go to Africa, but only if we can go to Ethiopia. 
Civilization. Yeah, let's go to let's go to Ethiopia, but not the Ethiopia you know. No, ancient Ethiopia. Ancient Ethiopia. And let's talk about the Catablopus. Yeah, it sounds like a platypus. It's not. It's the Catablopus ca- is a reason why they still don't have steak dinners in Ethiopia to this day. <laughs> uh, this is an Ethiopian creature of legend, first described by Pliny the Elder. Who we've heard of before. In the first century CE. Man, we can't get away from this guy. I know. He's like the new Carl Jung. <laughs> he is. Variously described as a beast with the body of a buffalo and the head of a boar. Its back was scaly, serving as armor, and its head was so large, it always drooped down. Which was really good news for everybody because, much like the basilisk, uh, making eye contact with it would turn you to stone. Yep, or kill you outright. Yeah. Well, I guess turning to stone would probably kill you, but... You know what I mean. uh, There's also accounts that its breath could kill you as well. And uh, do you know who else described this thing? Who? Some some uh, some jackweed uh, know-it-all named Leonardo da Vinci. Who? Right? <laughs> Can you believe it? Yeah, this is a this is a, a pretty popular little little thing getting less popular by the year, I'd say, but Yeah. <laughs> uh the name is Greek for downward looking. So writing in Naturalis Historia, Pliny described the Catablopus thusly. Dave Stecco is Deckard Kane as Pliny the Elder. <laughs> In Western Ethiopia, there is a spring, the Nigris, which most people have supposed to be the source of the Nile. In its neighborhood, there is an animal called the Kadoplopas. In other respects of moderate size and inactive with the rest of its limbs, only with a very heavy head which it carries with some difficulty. It is always hanging down to the ground, otherwise it's deadly to the human race, as all who see its eyes expire immediately. And Diablo was the fourth of the prime evil. Wait, no. Wait, listen. Poof. (laughs) Thank you, Deckard. (laughs) Yeah. Now, one thing to remember, and I think we may have mentioned this in the uh, Fountain of Youth episode. Maybe. Back then, Ethiopia... To uh, to the Greek world, to the to to the people who were who were writing the books at the time, and yeah. Ethiopia stretched all the way across Africa from the east uh, south of Egypt, all the way to the to the west uh, up near Morocco and south of that. So when it, when it says Ethiopia in in most accounts or in at least Pliny's account, it's <laughs> what he means is sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah. So in the second century CE. Claudius Aelianus gave a bit more detail to the creature in his work called On the Nature of Animals, saying the following. Le 
Namibia is the parent of a great number and a great variety of wild animals. And moreover, it seems that the same country produces the animal called the Catablops. In appearance, he's about the size of a bull, but it has a more grim expression, for his eyebrows are high and shaggy, and the eyes beneath are not large like those of oxen, but narrower and bloodshot. And they do not look straight ahead, but down to the ground. And that is why it is called down-looking. And the mane that begins on the crown of his head and resembles a horse hair falls over his forehead, <laughs> covering his face, which makes it more terrifying when one meets it. And it feeds upon a poisonous roots. When it glares like a bull, it immediately shudders and raises its mane. And when this has a reason erect, and the lips about his mouth are bared. It emits from his throat a pungent and foul-smelling breath, <coughs> so that the whole air overhead is infected, and any animals that approach and inhale it are grievously affected, lose their voice, and are seized with fatal convulsions. This beast is conscious of its power, and other animals know it too, and flee from it as far away as they can. Mamma mia. Mia. Uh, As as you mentioned before, Leonardo of the Da Vinci's mentioned it in a notebook saying, It is not a very large animal. It's sluggish in all its parts and it is so large it carries it with great difficulty. In such wise that it is always droops towards the ground. Otherwise, it would be a great pest to man, for anyone on whom it fixes its eyes dies immediately. I said this, Leonardo da Vinci, nobody else, and certainly not Pliny the Elder. Me, El da Vinci. Put this into a code. I'll find it later. Gustav Flaubert in 1874 wrote that it was like... A black buffalo <laughs> with the head of a hog hanging close to the ground, joined to its body by a thin neck, long and loose as an emptied intestine. It wallows flat on the ground, and its legs are smothered under the huge mane of stiff bristles that hide its face. Gustav Flaubert, the Flaubertist. <laughs> well, the base, that's different. Oh, hello? <laughs> I just want to do that for funsies. Hello, if it isn't my old friend, Gustav Flaubert. Oh, hello. <laughs> Fancy seeing you here. And I think we bumped into each other here in <laughs> the balcony of the opera in the middle of the second act, no less. Hey, salute you. You go f*** yourselves. I paid good damn money for these tickets and I'm not gonna <laughs> Gustav how, how you been <laughs> uh, so let's go over its abilities uh, again it's got a death gaze yep uh, and or poisonous poisonous, poisonous breath poisonous breath poisonous breath not really an ability but it is slow apparently yeah Sluggish. Got that droopy head because it's so big. I think this is like lethal Eeyore. (laughs) Kind of is. Don't make eye contact with me. (laughs) It's uh, generally thought, I think, to be an exaggeration of uh, just a wildebeest. 
Sure. Because, you know, it, it was pretty exotic back then for yeah. them. And wildebeests do have that kind of droopy Eeyore-ish look to them. I really, I would love, I would love it if like there was just one wildebeest walking around a camp and the native guides are like, watch this. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> don't look at it. <laughs> you know that happens so many times. <laughs> So there's not an, an, an exact uh, remedy for it, <laughs> not not a certain way to defeat it, but... Dude, you, you fight a catablopus the exact same way you fight a, a, prosti- a prostitute or a stripper. No eye contact. Oh. Stay away from the neck. But they're still alive. Oh, see, I think that you go for the neck if if it doesn't have the, the noxious breath because it's so slow. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> what are we talking about now? We're talking about hookers, right? <laughs> hookers. Hookers. <laughs> the, the, the neck is long and, and the head's so big, it, it can't move it that fast. So if it hasn't belched out its, its That's true, but, murder, but you're, you're murder re- breath. You're really double or nothing on the breath, though. I mean, you're either going to finish it or it's going to finish you. If, you. if it has shot its breath, if it has burped out death breath, Whoa. then I would say stand back and like... Plug it, plug it in the chest or belly. I just, with I just throw rocks at it and see if it breathed on them. How I'd solve that? Because you can't hit it in the back. You pliny scales. I don't know. Antagonistic. Who's our third lovely well, lady? That's, that's the uh, catablopus for you. And then we're gonna take a uh, janky little Indiana Jones jet all the way across the Atlantic to little place called the United States. USA, front range, continental divide, middle of the country, coolest place in the world. Woo, 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 jackalope, mother licker. The jackalope, an antlered species of rabbit said to occur in the American West. As the name suggests, it is a cross between a jackrabbit and an antelope, or a now extinct pygmy deer and a species of killer rabbit that's right now uh one interesting thing that they point out is that the uh if it is a mix between the jackrabbit and the antelope thus the jackalope interesting that the jackrabbit is not a rabbit Mm -mm. and the um weirdly enough the antelope from which uh these antlers are thought to derive is not a true antelope no how's that for a fun dipshit fact yeah so the, That's the rabbit that, part is a hair. It, yeah, it further proves that this is a real unique creature. <laughs> and the, the antelope part is, is a species of deer, right? Yep. So uh, other names for it include antelabbit, stag bunny, and horny bunny. Horny bunny. Horny bunny. Look out, here, got a horny bunny. Oh, I got bit by one of the horny bunnies. I'd stay clear of the horny bunnies. You're going out there on the trail, you better be careful of them horny bunnies. Going to get you. Scorpions and horny bunnies. <laughs> Two things you got to worry about. They're rumored to be extinct or extremely rare. Yeah, only the, only the most careful eight-year-olds can track them. <laughs> and occasional sightings still occur with jackalopes being brownish in color, weighing between three and five pounds, and running at speeds of up to, what, 90 miles per hour. That's right. They do not mess around. Little little horned lightnings. Now, uh, here's, a, here's a fun fact about the jackalope. I'll take one. It actually might be a misdiagnosis of an actual disease-afflicted rabbit or jackrabbit. Uh, there is a uh, really sad disease called uh, the, the called the Shope papilloma virus. Yeah. And this bad boy will infect rabbits and actually cause 
horn-like protrusions on its mouth, face, and, and neck and head. It, it looks like it grew horns. Yeah, it looks like antlers. Yeah, and it's it's really sad when you see it too. Like it, it's, it's very sad, and in some cases, it's fatal to the rabbits because or that the the hares, I guess. Yeah, it keeps them from eating or yeah, hunting, it, or they'll get in the way. Like hunting. if it grows near the mouth, it could keep them from eating. It yeah. could keep them from breathing. I don't know why I said hunting. It's not like they're out there like cornering. They're bulls. killer rabbits. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Killer rabbits. Um, so those are not true jackalopes. The real jackalopes, they got real antlers <laughs> and real <laughs> right. problems. They can apparently mimic human sounds mm-hmm. and will use this to avoid capture. Y'all should leave. <laughs> meow. 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 Y'all should leave. Well, I guess there ain't no horny bunnies around here. It's just some dude telling us to leave. <laughs> All right. Thank you, neighbor. Thank you. Meow. Meow. All right. We're going. We're going right now. We're going right meow. <laughs> nice. Um, commonly seen in Wyoming, Colorado, New Brunswick, Nebraska, and New Mexico. New Nebraska. <laughs> there, there have also been reports of them in Germany, where they're called Volpertinga. Yeah, the Volpertinger. Except for there, they've got they've been upgraded with flight abilities and murder fangs. Have they? Yeah, they got wings. Oh, wow. Uh, they've got, uh, they're a little bit wilder there. They've got the head of a rabbit, body of a squirrel, um, <laughs> uh, wings of a duck sometimes. Sometimes they duck's bill. Hmm. Um, sometimes murder fangs. Wow. Yeah, they really get wild in Germany. Uh, and in Sweden, they're called Skvader. Skvader. Or Skvader. Nice. I, I, don't, I don't know how you, you guys will have to, to let me know. Yeah. Closing the category on Darth Vader puns right now. Damn it. Yeah. It's too easy. We don't play T-ball here. You're right. Yes, we do. Every week. (laughs) I was just trying to get a guy on base, dude. (laughs) Trying to move the runner up. That's all. Uh, If forced to fight, they will attack viciously with their horns and their teeth. Their murder teeth. (laughs) I found this little fun fact. Apparently, they, they only mate during intense lightning strikes. Nice. Well, that's, you know, it's electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. 1.21 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> now, here's the thing. They're generally thought to be a hoax. What? Perpetrated by one Douglas Herrick of early 20th century Douglas, Wyoming. So many Douglases. The greatest trick that Jackalope ever pulled was convincing humanity he didn't exist. <laughs> and what he did was he combined a hair with uh, deer antlers using his taxidermy skills to amuse his family. And then uh, this silly trophy was such a hit, people saw it, they liked it, that other people started doing it, and then they started selling as tourist souvenirs. So that's generally held to be the what, what a jackalope um, uh, actually is. But, you know, like you said, if some of these catch this virus, there very may well be rabbits with horns. Yeah. Uh, out there could serve as, you know, part of the, the old legend. Now, I don't know how vicious they are towards humans or anything and how fast <laughs> they are. But Well, they're, they're having sex in lightning storms, so pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, their abilities, obviously, horns, teeth, and speed. To defeat them, what do you think? What would you do, Dave? What, what would you do to one of these things? To... Uh, <laughs> To a jackalope? To a jackalope. To... Do we have to defeat them? Well, I'm just trying to give an antidote to 
to the problem. Is it a problem? If, Why do we have to kill everything, Flora? If they're going to try and kill you, you schmuck, what are you going to do to defend yourself? Oh, it's a killer bunny. Hell, in Germany, they fly at your face. Yeah, but in Germany, they got murder fangs. In the US, they don't. No, they do. They do? Yeah, that's oh, what I read. <laughs> All I right. read that they had, they were uh, like, they're, they're like the Monty Python I was, bunny with I was, horns. I, I, damn it. I was going to claim the holy anger gain of Antioch, so I guess that's out. That's out. Uh, how do I, de- how do I defend? Uh, I will, I'll throw a metal egg at its balls. I'm good at that. I will. That's what I'll go with. I don't have any way of stopping. I mean, I, I grew up in Colorado. You'd think I would have some sort of mechanism for, for jackalope defense, but I don't. I am. Uh, I think you pour some tar out. <laughs> oh, slow them down. You didn't get them stuck in there and get shoot those, it. those glue traps. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's that's all theoretical. They not all these creatures have yeah. antidotes. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> the jackalope has no weakness. <laughs> the jackalope antidote, no. But that'll do it on the yeah jacquelet. So those are those are your three elegant ladies and this evening. Take your time, think it over. Maybe go back to the beginning and listen to our blathering horse sh- all over again. That's right. Once Make again, sure. you've got Zmu, Catoblopus, and Jackalope. Yeah, but before you have those, you got to deal with me, R.J. Punnington Third. Oh, no, not of the Westchesterfield Punningtons. Well, <laughs> indeed, my oh, dear boy. No. Indeed. Because if it was the New Brunswick Punningtons, yes, those are all I would have bought you a scotch. <laughs> Puns, Flora, you go. Well, obviously. When you're dealing with uh, a large contingent of wild rabbits with antlers mm-hmm. wi- or wild hares, I guess, they are going to eventually become a community within yeah, themselves. Right. They're going to have laws. They're going to have uh, some kind of hierarchy and they're going to have religion. And so they, uh, they have to uh, elect a jack pope Nice. You know, I've heard tell that in some of the tropical jungles of South America, there is a creature with just outrageous speed and the fangs of a jaguar and also deer antlers and the body and legs of a giant tarantula. It's a jackal. Nope. 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 All right. I've, uh, I've, I've got a great, um, book for you. You, you might've even, um, read it if, uh, if you like early 20th century novels, mm-hmm. if you like early 20th century British literature. You know I do. It's a novel about a young woman in the repressed culture of Edwardian era England who is constantly worried about getting taken away and married to oh, a no. horrible beast. What? It's called A Room with a Zmew. Nice. I like that. <laughs> Do you know uh, that in um, ancient Ethiopia, the larger... Ancient? Um, they where it not- stretched across the entire continent. That's right. Not only was there constant warfare, there was enormous castles with walls and uh, siege weapons. And the, the only way, uh, and sometimes to, to finally break the siege, was to uh, hurl mythical creatures with with poisonous breath and and death eyes over the wall. And for that, you'd need a very specialized uh, <laughs> a, a, a siege engine called a catablapult. <laughs> nice. 
that one's that one's at least uh, I'm going to call that one at least a triple. <laughs> and if and if anybody bobbles the ball, you got a home run with that. Woo! Infield homer. <laughs> there you go. Them's puns and yeah. them's week ones of the 2015. Miscripted <laughs> contest. Yep. Uh, go vote. Yep. Vote. Enjoy. Uh, write us an email. Like us on Facebook. Twitter us. Glitter us. Fritter us. Mm-hmm. We're going to get fried in oil. <laughs> but most importantly, thank you for listening. You are magnificent. Yeah. I hope you're, uh, hope you're having fun so far with the uh, miscripted yeah. and Round looking one. forward to the next couple. All right. Have fun, you trollolols. What? what, 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 what? I've later. been David Flora. I'm Dave Stecco. I'm Dave Stecco. And I'm David Flora. I know everything and David Stecco is a dummy. Now come on, Flora. Now you come on. I'm David Flora. Come on, Flora, we're trying to we're trying to have fun here. You have fun. You have fun, Dave Stecco. I'm David Flora. I'm I'm tired of it. In my balls. And I'm tired of it. <laughs> you damn David Stecco. <laughs> now go find things that make us go. <laughs> Alright, let's do this for real. <laughs> I'm Dave Stecco. Oh, and I'm David Flora. I can't stop touching my nipples. <laughs> Flora, please. Can we just for what? No! Nipples! <laughs> All right. <laughs> for real this time. <laughs> I'm Dave no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. I'm Dave Stecco. And I'm David Flora. (laughs) Where did my pants go? Help me find them. (laughs) I don't. I don't know. I don't know exactly. You know exactly. (laughs) 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 (laughs)